and welcome to this podcast with me, Steve Griffiths. Today I'm thinking about To John, a very short letter written probably by the Apostle John, who also wrote the Gospel and the Book of Revelation and three other very short letters in the New Testament. It's a beautiful letter, kind and gentle, but dealing with a very difficult issue. How should we respond to those people who live as Christians in a way that is different from ourselves? We want to celebrate difference, but are there boundaries to that? Is there a limit to what we should accept as truly Christian? Or should we just rejoice wherever we hear the gospel being preached? This is a really important question for us because we live in an age and a world where there are hundreds, perhaps thousands of different types of churches. Anglican, Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, Catholic and so on. How do we relate to one another when we're all so different? Now this was a crucial question that was being asked when this letter from John was written at the end of the first century. The letter was written at a time when it was becoming easy to travel and share the gospel of Christ. One of the things that the Romans had done as they established their widespread empire was to build better roads. And they created market towns along the routes that became places to trade ideas just as much as products. So the early church was taking advantage of this and the gospel was spreading across the empire. But were they all preaching true Christianity? Now we need to be careful here because John is not saying that we should reject people who do church differently from us. John is clear in verse 7 that his only concern is about teachers who do not confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is solely an issue to do with false teaching about the person of Jesus Christ. It's got nothing to do with whether we should use liturgy or not, or whether babies can be baptised or only adults, or whether we should have female bishops or gay clergy or any other such doctrinal issue. None of these things should be enough for us to withdraw from other churches, even though we may have doctrinal differences. We still fundamentally believe in and teach the same Lord. Jesus Christ. The issue John addresses here is false teaching, not personal preference about worship. John tells us that adherence to the Christian faith hinges on our acceptance of two foundational principles, truth and love. So let's look briefly at these two things, truth and love. Firstly, truth. Truth is an unpopular concept these days, If we claim to know truth, people think we're arrogant. We're almost apologetic about truth these days. Now, I would agree that no one grouping in society can claim to have all the truth. But the church must not be ashamed of its fundamental calling, which is to proclaim that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And so John's letter is filled with this word truth making clear to us the need to live in the truth, which is Jesus Christ. And living in the truth is not just about accepting some doctrines or concepts, acknowledging in our heads that something is true and accurate. To live in truth as a Christian is a way of life. It's the foundation of our relationships. John says, I love you in the truth. It gives us hope for the future. John says, the truth lives in us and will be with us forever. It gives us comfort 
in our darkest hours. John says, Grace, mercy and peace will be with us in truth and love. It's the foundation of our obedience. John says, It has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth. Truth is the cornerstone of our Christian faith because Jesus Christ is the truth and he is the rock on which we build. But truth is just one side of the coin. There's another aspect to living as a Christian which John writes about in this letter and that's love. As Christians we think about love a lot in our sermons, our prayers, our hymns, in our Bible readings. And in this letter, John brings out three points about love. First, that Christian love is love for God. In verse 6 he writes, And this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. Christian love is obedience to God. Love is not primarily an emotion we feel. Love is something we do. We obey God. Of course, when John says this, he's reminding us of the teachings of Jesus about love for the Lord our God being the greatest commandment. If we love God, we will obey him. Secondly, Christian love means to love others. In verse 5, John simply writes, love one another. Love one another. It's such a simple command. There's a lovely story told about John the Apostle who was the only disciple to live into old age. And as the Bishop of Ephesus, he lived a long time, he had an active ministry, right up to the day he died. But shortly before he died, he grew so frail that he had to be carried everywhere, and he had little breath to preach his sermons. Very often, he would preach the same sermon, a sermon that had only five words. Little children, love one another. Five small words that for John encapsulated the Christian message, loving God and loving others, two fundamentals of the Christian faith. But for John in this letter, there is one more, something we may find really difficult, and that is to receive love. In verse 13, John writes, The children of your elect sister send you their greetings. And the elect sister is another church where John was when he wrote this letter. And they were sending their love and their support to this church. And so often we find it difficult to accept help and support from others. We may feel that receiving support from others is a sign of weakness. But as disciples of Christ, we need to learn how to receive love as well as give love. So in this one simple letter... John outlines the foundations on which the Christian life is built. Truth and love. An acceptance of the truth, which is Jesus Christ our Lord. And developing a love which is obedient to God, dedicated to other people and able to receive as well as give. We must grow in truth and grow in love. And we finish with one last word of comfort from this letter of John. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. And that, of course, is all we can ever want as Christians. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope it's been helpful for you. If you'd like to continue the conversation, please email me at steve.griffiths at london.anglican.org. It's always lovely to hear from you. 
So wherever you are, whatever you're doing today, I hope that you will know God's peace in your heart and that you will grow in truth and love. Bye.